0: welcome everyone back to the broadcast i'm david woods from brunerport online the ucla site on the 24 7 sports network and i am coming to you mere moments after uh, ucla uh beat lsu as expected i mean really it was only a point off of my prediction so i don't know why anyone is surprised um uh, as my word is gospel um the uh The game um, was obviously a very impressive win for Chip Kelly, Uh, the best win he's had at UCLA by, I don't know, a wide margin. Um, We'll see on how good LSU ends up being, but uh, that is a talented team. They've got talent up and down. Um, They had a huge talent advantage between their receivers and UCLA's defensive backs, Um, but UCLA... Was talented enough at those spots, um, the skill positions, and then absolutely, I would say, not dominated, but certainly won both ends of the uh, line battle. Um, I think UCLA's defensive line overmatched uh, LSU's offensive line, and I would say LSU, I would say UCLA's offensive line more or less won the battle against uh, LSU's defensive line. Um, that's that was, um, I think, for people who um, you know maybe didn't take quite the right lessons from the Hawaii game um, or how UCLA looked in that one might've been surprised by that. Um, But LSU is also, um, they had uh, uh, somewhat disturbing issues on their own lines last year. So despite the talent, uh, they couldn't really run the ball and they couldn't really stop the run. Um, So those, I I think kind of carried forward to this game. Um, UCLA Um, More or less treated LSU on the ground the same way UCLA treated Hawaii on the ground. Um, Zach Charbonnet put up, I mean, basically the same kind of performance he put up against Hawaii. Instead of six carries for over 100, it was 11 carries for 117, along with a a very nice uh, 35-yard catch. Uh, He was an absolute stud. The only real question is why he only got 12 touches. Um, Britton Brown was also good, and he was um, best late um he was a big part of how ucla ended up icing the game um but this was uh you know this was ucla doing the two things that we knew it could do at a pretty elite level um and it translated it translated from hawaii all the way to lsu uh they can uh run the ball and they can pressure the crap out of a passer um this one they only finished with two sacks But they were putting constant pressure and constant hits on Max Johnson. Um, That one from Quentin Lake that just completely seemed to knock the wind out of of, uh, uh, Johnson was... uh, It seemed like it changed the complexion of the game for a little bit. Like, Johnson had to take a second to get his legs back under him. And I'm not even sure if they ever got fully back under him. Uh, But UCLA was just in the backfield all game, Um, you know quentin lake i think uh, q knight um really really showed up in this one especially early uh he made some plays that were just that needed to happen right then uh the one i'm thinking of is the breakup in the backfield where it looked like lsu had a little bit of rhythm throwing the ball and then he just jumps in there knifes in there and breaks up um a little you know swing out to the uh receiver um mitchell Agude was all over the place again um Really liked what I saw actually out of Jay Shaw. I thought he was really competitive uh, against Butte. Um, you're not going to win that, but I thought he showed a little bit of fire um, in that matchup. Uh, but I, I would say that the stars for me were Q Lake, uh, Q Knight, um, and then uh, Mitchell Agude. Uh, just really, I thought, showed very well from each of those. Uh, Quentin Lake, I think, was. Um, uh, if you don't have Quentin Lake back there, you, you might not even win this game. Um, he made some just absolutely huge plays and those hits that he was making throughout the game were just kind of statement hits. Um, but yeah, that was uh, defensively. I, I thought they just the pressure, the pressure that they just consistently brought. They never got flummoxed. They never got scared of um, bringing too much pressure. Uh, they were going to go with what they knew how to do um, from this, from the jump. Um, and it, certainly confused lsu enough it did it did enough of what it needed to do yeah lsu hit a little bit of a rhythm in the second half but they did more than enough to uh to win this game on that side and then offensively you know it was a slow start um you know dorian thompson robinson um misplayed a couple of things early i thought the snaps were especially bad early um but then they they settled into a rhythm in the second quarter and it was um pretty consistently very good at that point um Zach Charbonnet's usage, I think, you know, if, if they don't start giving him um, uh, a, a better share of the carries, that might become a question going forward um, because he's, um, you know, Britton Brown's really good, but Charbonnet's at a little bit of a different level. Um, they started out actually kind of interestingly with Kaz Allen, um, a little package for him, uh, which I actually thought was really interesting. It was, I think, the first one, I'll have to go back and watch it, but I think the first pass was a wheel route where he actually lined up out of the backfield um and then ran it out of the backfield um could have been a touchdown if the ball had been a little bit better placed um and then he got a couple of carries and then after that it was brown um but yeah seeing a little bit more charbonnet going forward would be awesome because he's now done this against a what we thought was a bad mountain west team and what we thought was a going to be a decent enough lsu defense he's done basically the same thing in each game um And then Dorian Thompson Robinson, I thought, you know, early on, um, I think he made a couple of errors. I think he was, um, you know, off again a little bit decision making wise. Um, But then he settled in too. Um, I think they stopped trying to do too much throwing the ball. Um, There were a lot more of those, um, you know, designed quarterback runs in the second half, which I think were very effective for him. um, Gave him some confidence. Um, And they started to really work Dulcich in the middle of the field. They got him lined up on linebackers and uh, let him do some nasty work. And that's a good situation for Thompson Robinson. Um, He can make those kinds of throws, like those just over the middle, between the hashes, hit your tight end throws all day, every day. Um, Because it's just, you know, you basically throw that one more or less as hard as you can and try to hit him, try to lead him a little bit. Um, which is well within his wheelhouse. Um, and Dulcich made him pay. Um, he was, when he hit that 75 yard catch and run, it felt so necessary. Um, cause at that point, you know, if he doesn't do that, maybe LSU drives down the field and we're talking about an entirely different game. Um, but that changed the tone. Um, and then, you know, get a three and out, then you get it back and, um, do that nice drive with Charbonnet. Um, but yeah, this was, um, I mean, just big picture wise, uh, this, because first of all, okay, so small picture first, sorry. Uh, small picture, UCLA absolutely should have won this game. They were the better team throughout. Um, maybe shouldn't have been 11 points close. Um, it's kind of a junk time TD from LSU. Uh, UCLA dominated this game. They they were 100% the better team. No question about it. Um, so just, you know, you might read some stupid stuff from sec sources and you know various national media no ucla was the fundamentally better team and they completely you know manhandled a uh top five talent team so just that's that um but then from a uh, big picture standpoint um this is a, a definitely a a complexion changer for chip kelly um now I, I think everyone should be cautious because Fresno State in a couple of weeks, that's a real team, Uh, much more real than I thought they were going to be heading into the season. Um, They blew out UConn. And what we learned from UCLA versus Hawaii, and I think translates to other preseason games against or non-conference games against um, overmatched opponents, it's one thing to beat your overmatched opponent and beat them pretty good. It's another thing to just blow them out. Um, So Fresno State blowing out UConn, yeah, UConn's terrible, but that was a, data point then they went up to Eugene and frankly looked like the better team for much of that game lost by seven points uh they're going to come to the Rose Bowl and now eyeballing both teams I think UCLA is a better team than Oregon and I think they're better coached um but that's not going to be a gimme um I'm I'm right now a little bit and I joked about it before the game but I'm more leery of that one than I was of this one um because LSU uh, I thought had some clear weaknesses from last year that were exploitable for UCLA. Fresno State, I just don't know because um, they've seemed to have you know inserted some Power Five talent into some good spots and they look pretty good again. So a little bit of caution, but generally speaking, um, UCLA two and O now with a win over the number sixteen team and whatever the results of these two games. I mean, obviously they should be two and O right now, but. Just the way this team looks, um, and this is what I was trying to get across in the preview, like why I was changing my tune so quickly after Hawaii, it's just, I mean, a lot of it's eye test. UCLA hasn't had a running back like Zach Charbonnet since Miles Drake was moonlighting at running back. Uh, UCLA hasn't had like a series of defenders like Mitchell Agude, Carl's jo- Carl Jones, uh, Hell, Otito Agbonia in this game was... I mean, I talked about a bunch of DBs early, but uh, and I, he might not have even put up a stat. I have no idea. He was a stud in this game. Um, what, what UCLA was able to do with just some of these guys, that, and these are, these are really talented dudes. Um, I, I just They've passed the eye test in a way for me that I haven't really seen from UCLA teams since, I don't know, 2013, um, which was the last really, really good... Uh, Jim Mora team 2014 was pretty good, but 2013 had that um, that swagger defensively. Um, that's what this looks like to me. That's this looks like a very good UCLA team. Um, and judging by what I'm seeing of the Pac-12 so far, um, you know, caveats that it's early and the yada yada yada. I mean, Washington lost to Montana usc was playing with its food for a long time against san jose state that was if you didn't watch that game it's 30 to 7 but that was 13 to 7 for a really long time and it took a pick six to actually change that game um usc looks like the same usc team we've watched the last three four years um and uh oregon frankly that looks like a latter stage jim mora team very talented um playing down to its competition and not very well coached. So, you know, not super impressed with Utah, not super impressed with Arizona State. And, yes, it's early, but, I mean, there's – this. what I'm saying is this UCLA team could actually make some real noise in the conference and potentially win this stupid thing, Um, and not just by default. I mean, this UCLA team, I think, is very good. So, um, long story short, this was, like, the – I guess the – the, the proof you might have needed for what you might have uh, hypothesized from the Hawaii game. Um, but it was obvious then and it's obvious now. Um, UCLA's built a real contender, I think in year four um, contender for the conference crown, certainly, but you know, they just beat the crap out of an LSU team that has top five talent, maybe a contender for more stuff. Who knows? So anyway, that's a fun thought to think about. Uh, You can now spend the next two weeks thinking about it uh, because there's a bye week next weekend. Um, And then we'll be back uh, on uh, September 18th and watching uh, what UCLA can do against um, a suddenly uh, decent enough looking Fresno State team. But anyway, bask in the victory. Uh, It was very fun to watch. Um, UCLA is uh, good again. And what could be better than that? All right. Talk to you soon.